Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, guys? And welcome to episode six of Dig Straight Down. And I'm your host, Rebel JC. And I am freezing right now. Uh, if y'all didn't know, I record this podcast in my car in the early morning, um, and it is winter, and it's just so dang cold, but the show must go on. Hopefully, I'll have another place to record one day. Um, so let's dive into the news real quick. Uh, by the way, today's date as of this recording is February 21st, so if I miss any news, it's likely because it came out after this recording. So uh, the news that uh, came out this week, uh, the devs fixed a bug in uh, one of the latest snapshots, um, and apparently this bug was all about villagers disappearing. The uh, the um, the log notes about this bug are that all villagers with saved memory disappear when upgrading to 20W07A. Um... I haven't seen this happen, but apparently lots of other people have, and they fixed it. So that's about it for news. I mean, there's literally nothing else, which is great. I mean, fixing bugs, I fully support that. Thank you so much, devs at Mojang, for taking care of us, taking care of the game that we love. Uh, Bravo to you guys. (laughs) All right, let's move on to the next segment. This episode's Minecrafter Spotlight is all about Duds Versus. Uh, guys, if you're looking for a Minecrafter to follow, Duds will definitely keep you entertained as he builds and farms on the Ripple Effect SMP server. Uh, his videos are pretty chill and fun, um, and he's got a lot to show off in building landscaping and even B-wrangling skills. Uh, see the Ripple Effect uh, episode 41 on his YouTube channel for that. Uh, Duds also co-hosts a great Minecraft podcast with Jimbo Slice 23, Carl Rides, and Decoy, uh, called The Withering Effect, where they have great discussions on the latest Minecraft news, they unpack what they would like to see in the game, and they daydream about one day seeing a red dragon come to Minecraft. That's very... I, I'm on board with that, Duds. Uh, you can find Duds on Twitter at Duds underscore VS and Mixer at Mixer.com forward slash Duds underscore VS. There's a link to his YouTube and Twitter in the description of this episode. I follow Duds Versus, and you should too. Uh, For the discussion topic for this episode of the podcast, I'm taking a break from all the Nether stuff. Um, Everybody's been covering the Nether update and all the snapshots in their own videos and their own podcasts, and I've been re- I've been really loving the coverage. Um, I'm super excited, as you y'all all know about this update. But I do want to take a break a little bit from talking about it because I just feel like it's being so well covered by so many other people. So in this episode, I'm going to dive into armor and biomes and what I think should be tweaked about them to make the game just a little bit more fun in those areas. 
Um, this is really inspired uh, two episodes ago on the Spawn Chunks podcast, which, by the way, if y'all don't know what that is, y'all need to go check out the Spawn Chunks podcast. Um, Pixel Riffs and Joel Duggan, they do a great job on that podcast discussing everything Minecraft, and they have some great guests on from time to time. Please go check them out and let them know that I sent you. <laughs> they have no idea who I am, but let them know anyway. So they had Fix It 412 on their podcast two episodes ago, and he mentioned something about uh, revisit, uh, revisiting armor and really looking at um, the fact that people tend to uh, go straight to iron armor and then straight to diamond armor after that, and they really don't give a second glance at chainmail armor and leather armor. And he he mentioned a few things that I thought were pretty cool, um, some ideas as to how uh, to make those two armor types a bit more relevant. And I kind of expanded on those ideas as well, so that's what we're going to talk about in this episode. So right now, there's really no reason why anyone would want leather armor or chainmail armor. These are things that you encounter um, generally going through chests. Like in a village, you might find some leather armor. Um, and in an early game, if you just haven't had a chance to mine yet and you haven't had a chance to get yourself some good armor, you'll probably plop that on and that will kind of help you a little bit until you finally get your iron armor. Um, as far as chainmail armor goes, um, I've seen maybe a few people use it uh, kind of, sort of, as a novelty item, but really, it's it's weaker than I, I believe it's weaker than iron armor, and nowhere near good as good looking as iron armor. I mean, chainmail armor kind of looks really bad. Um, so really, no one likes to use chainmail armor, and there's really no reason to. You can't craft it. You find it in uh, places like um, dungeons. Uh, you find it in desert temples and jungle temples and things like that. So they're really out of the way. There's no reason for you to go and seek them. When you find them, you might use them to put them on armor stands for decoration. That's about it. Um, uh, apparently, when you smelt a article of chainmail armor down, you only get one iron uh, nugget. So that, I mean, there's nothing about chainmail armor that makes it worthwhile. Um, and to me, this is a shame because you have... An uncraftable item, which being uncraftable should, there should be a reason for that. If it's, if it's sort of a, an interesting item, there, there's an opportunity there when it's uncraftable for, it's something that you can go look for, almost like a treasure hunt. But if in the end, it's just sort of like you put it on an armor stand for decoration and it still kind of looks bad, it, it doesn't make sense for it to even be uncraftable. Um, unless, uh, somehow we made chainmail armor better, uh, and same thing for leather armor. So I'm going to go into um, how we might do that. Uh, Fix it on the that episode of the Spawn Chunks mentioned that leather armor really one of the things he thought that leather armor could do for the player uh, could be helping with um, dodging. So I thought this was an interesting idea that maybe if you're wearing um, a full set of leather armor. Uh, there's a chance that a, an, an enemy's attack will just miss you or have no effect on you. Maybe it's like a 15% chance or something. The idea there being that leather armor is easier to move around in and that you're just a more agile um, fighter at that point. And I thought that that was a really, really cool idea. What I would add to that is that maybe 
leather armor gives you a speed buff. Um, not, not, not a huge speed buff, but something that just gives you a slight edge um, against someone who's just got a normal sprint. Um, and maybe also that leather armor um, aids you in sneaking. So say you want to get close to a witch or something or even a creeper without it noticing you. Um, you can do that right now in whatever armor you want to by sneaking. You can get up there to a, to a certain point before they notice you. But what I would um, like to see is that if you're wearing leather armor, uh, perhaps that even makes that feature better to where you can get right up on them without them even noticing. So it's like a almost like a ninja armor at that point. So it makes you faster, it makes you more agile, so you have a chance to dodge attacks, and it makes you really, really sneaky. So, come on guys, let's make leather armor <laughs> into a ninja armor. That, that would be really cool, and I think there would be a lot of players um, who like that sort of hit-and-run style of fighting, they would see leather armor as then worth having, even maybe over diamond armor. I would add turtle armor to the game. Uh, right now, we can craft a, a turtle helmet from Scoots, I think it's called. Some people say it's Scoots, but I don't know. I'm going to say Scoots in this podcast. So you can craft a Scoot helmet um, out of the Scoots that you get from, uh, I think it's um, newly grown... Um, turtles, when they grow into an adult size, they drop a, a scoot. You can craft that into a helmet that gives you, I believe it's 10 seconds of respiration. Um, if it's water breathing, I'm not sure, but I think it's 10 seconds of respiration. Um, what I would like to see is that you could take scoots and actually make it into a full set of armor, a full set of turtle armor. Um, what I would see this uh, granting you would be, again, that, that buffer of uh, respiration so that you can stay underwater longer without drowning, um, some aqua affinity and depth strider for a limited time. Uh, I could see this granting you immunity to pufferfish attacks, so you could swim and they could try to attack you and it wouldn't have any effect on you, maybe except for a uh, just that, that prickly melee effect, but maybe the... the the uh, poison itself doesn't affect you. Um, better, t better protection against guardians' attacks. So uh, I could see that if you wanted to go raid a uh, ocean monument, maybe you want to suit up in some turtle armor um, so that the guardians really don't have as big effect on you as they would otherwise. Um, a con would be that it's weak against all other attacks, especially fire and blast attacks, because it's a, a water-based armor. Um, again, crafted from Scoots. We have the materials already. We can make a helmet. To me, it just doesn't make sense that you can make a helmet out of this and not a full set of armor. And how cool would it be to be walking around in armor that looks like a turtle shell? I mean, you'd be basically be a ninja turtle at that point um, with the powers of Aquaman. <laughs> so who doesn't want to have that, right? Um, so as far as chainmail goes, it's pretty simple. Um, I was just thinking about this. Chainmail, uh, in the real world, um, it's heavy, so there's, there's strength there, and also you can move um, a lot easier in chainmail armor than you could in a plate armor. So I would say chainmail armor still cannot be crafted, but adds power to your attacks. Um, so that, I mean, the idea there is it's lighter and it's more flexible, so you're able to put a lot more force behind your attacks. Um... 
I also think it needs to be redesigned. It looks pretty horrible. Uh, it just kind of looks like this, like, lace almost. It's very um, lacy and sort of reminds me of some sort of Victorian old woman's dress. I don't want to be walking around in a Minecraft server wearing that, personally. But that maybe that's just me. Maybe I just need to stay away from it. Um, <clears throat> as far as iron, gold, and diamond, I think keep those the same uh, as now. I think... Those are totally fine. Iron armor right now is sort of like a baseline armor. It kind of is a jack-of-all-trades, does everything, but really isn't good at everything. Um, it's just sort of just the old, reliable, standard armor, and I think you need that. I think you just need to have that um, as sort of a old, reliable go-to that's not specialized in any way. Gold. Gold is the most enchantable armor. I think you can uh, put a gold... A piece of armor into a um, enchantment table, and immediately you can get some pretty good uh, high enchantments that you couldn't get otherwise. So keep that the same. I think that's a great function for gold. Um, diamond, I think keep diamond the same as well. Diamond is a really, really good armor. Um, and as far as armors go that are made of a pure alloy and not a mixture of things, I think diamond is still the top armor. Now, as far as netherite, I wouldn't consider that a, what I would call a pure alloy armor, because it's a mixture of netherite scraps, gold ingots, and diamonds. So, I would say, uh, well, what, what I would do with netherite armor, I would keep it the same as now, what they have in the latest snapshot. Um, the, the fact that it uh, cancels out knockback is really awesome to me. It really makes me think that netherite armor is super heavy. So in that uh, same, uh, with that same logic, I would say wearing netherite armor would cancel sprint. And uh, there's a lot of people who say, no, 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 no. But I'm going to go even further than that. I would say wearing netherite armor uh, would not allow you to swim in water. Um, just because the idea there is netherite makes you into a, basically just this tank that you just kind of steadily plow through a crowd of enemies, and they're just hitting you on all sides, but they don't really have an effect on you, and the payoff is you just can't move very fast. I think that that makes sense. I think basically you become a tank in the game. Um, it's That would be really cool, um, but to make it even more worth having, because I know it's super rare, um, I think it should add protection against fire and lava. Now, this just makes sense. Um, when you throw a netherite item into lava, it doesn't burn up. This is the only item in the game that does that. So I think that that effect needs to be carried over to people who are wearing full netherite protection, that maybe we could jump into lava and for 10 seconds we're fine. Just for 10 seconds. It doesn't need to be a full lava immunity, but for 10 seconds I think, you know, let's swim around in lava a little bit. Um, that would make it more worth having, I believe. Uh, also, protection against fire... Um, walking it through a fire should not affect you if you're wearing netherite armor. This is the, the armor of the nether, so I think that it should have nether-like properties to it. So for shields, I believe shields should be treated like an additional piece of armor. Um, I, the shields, to me, are sort of a missed opportunity for Mojang to expand upon, because right now you only have one type of shield... Um, it's basically a wooden shield with an iron ingot, so it's just kind of wooden and iron. Um, and it looks, there's only one way a shield looks. 
It's just a big rectangle. Um, it has a few enchantments that I believe it can have mending and maybe one other thing and then randomly curse of vanishing. But to me, a shield is something that Mojang could really do to expand upon. Um, I think crafting shields out of uh, scutes for your turtle uh, armor, um, gold, iron, diamond, and netherite, I think there should be those types of shields in the game. Um, all looking different and all having the properties of the material that they are made of. Um, chainmail shields and leather shields don't make sense, so I wouldn't bother with that. Also, I think if you made a shield out of scutes, um, it could look like a turtle shell, which would be really cool. It would kind of give you some sort of uh, strange caveman uh, aesthetic, which would be <laughs> kind of funny. Um, shields should have more enchantments, such as, uh, protection. Honestly, it should have all the protection enchantments. Um, and maybe a non-lethal melee function, kind of, kind of like bashing. So, something that maybe if somebody wants to play, uh, Minecraft in a pacifist manner, they could craft a shield and still defend themselves with it without harming mobs in the game. I think that that would be kind of a fun, uh, little, uh, function for the shields to have. Also, I think shields should be able to be mounted on the walls. <laughs> I think people have said this before. We can put banners on shields, and they look really, really cool. But everybody wants to be the uh, king or queen of a castle and have a dining hall with the walls lined with shields hung and all the banners displayed. Everybody wants that. It would look so cool, especially if people made Viking ships and had them hanging off the sides. Everyone would love that. It makes sense. Let's put that in the game. That would be so awesome. Horse armor could really use some expanding upon as well. I think riding a horse should uh, add some sort of perk in combat other than just being faster. Um, it does make you a bigger target, so being faster is not necessarily that great. Um, maybe an armored horse could have a melee attack, uh, sort of like kicking. Horses do that in real life. Um, the horse in Minecraft is kind of defenseless right now, and if people are going to do horseback combat, there should be some sort of perk to it other than speed. Speed really isn't that big of a perk, in my opinion. I think the different uh, horse armor types, uh, with the addition of chainmail, uh, scoot, and netherite, uh, could give the horse the same strengths and weaknesses as it does for the player, um, which I think would be really good if uh, scoot armor was added uh, for horses, too, it could be really useful for crossing water on horseback without falling off. That's one of the most annoying things about riding horses in Minecraft. If you go into water, you fall off a horse. I would like to see some way to make it to where you can stay on a horse's back and swim <laughs> without uh, sinking to the bottom on a skeleton horse or just simply falling off your normal non-undead horse. Those are all my ideas as far as expanding armor in the game. Um... There is a problem, and I think people have brought this up before in other podcasts. The player generally becomes very OP quickly in the game and eventually in the overworld and in the nether as well. Mobs begin to pose really no real threat, um, especially in the current armor system we have now when people go straight to iron armor and then straight to diamond armor, and now they're going to go straight to netherite armor, as much as they can anyway. Um, 
it really makes zombies and skeletons and even creepers kind of look like a joke. And I know this is not necessarily the case all the time. I mean, anybody who gets who falls into a cave and is surrounded by seven creepers, they're going to die pretty much no matter what they have on them. But generally speaking, on uh, a normal setting in Minecraft and just in the, the normal uh, gameplay, generally speaking those kind of mobs don't really pose a threat uh, mid-game and beyond. Um, and eventually, it just kind of becomes to the point where there's really no more uh, challenge in the overworld, and even in the nether to a certain degree. Um, and once you defeat the, defeat the Ender Dragon, there's nothing in the end that can harm you. I mean, really, there isn't other than... I mean, your own stupidity and falling through into the nether. I mean, uh, not saying that <clears throat> that's happened to me more than seven times. Um, but I think that this could be solved kind of with a radical idea. Um, maybe uh, the biomes have varying degrees of difficulty depending on what biome it is. Um, we kind of have this already. In a way, we have... Uh, the more time you spend in an area, the harder that area gets. You'll start to see zombies and skeletons with armor and enchanted bows. Um, you'll start to see the difficulty ramp up, but not to the degree where it really means anything for the player. Um, I think it would be really, really cool if, say, uh, you start off in biomes, you spawn in biomes like the plains or the savannas or the hills... Um, and those are sort of baseline or easy difficulty. You just have, you know, your normal skeletons, your normal zombies, um, just the normal stuff that we all know and love. Uh, but as you start to venture out into the world and you find those more exotic biomes, say like the taigas, um, maybe a swamp and a desert. So, I mean, those aren't exotic, but they're different. Um, and then you work your way up to things like the jungles, the ice spikes, and the badlands. The more rare and exotic a biome becomes, the more difficult that area is. Um, so that a place like the badlands is pro it lives up to its name, and it becomes that place where if you want to go get terracotta, you really have to prepare, and you really have to have your your gear together and you have to go because it's the most dangerous location. Um, maybe say for the Badlands, that could be the place that has the most dangerous pillager patrols and the most pillager outposts. And it could be like a Wild West scenario where you go and you roll into town and everybody's like wanting to kill you. Or um, it could have different new mobs that are interesting and unique and difficult, very difficult. Um, it would add a way to, it, it would add more adventure to exploring and going and getting new blocks, um, as well as new opportunities for players to encounter unique and interesting mobs, which everyone loves to do that. Um, especially if these mobs drop things that are useful or have functions that are otherwise useful. Um, but it also gives a way for people who don't want to have those encounters to avoid them. Um, other than playing on easy mode or whatever, uh, someone who did not want to encounter something that's very dangerous could just avoid the areas where that thing is, and it wouldn't make the entire world of Minecraft just unlivable. 
Um, it would really just make the more exotic and rare locations in the game more interesting, more challenging, and in the end, I really think more fun. And it would give you a reason to really look into armors, uh, really look into how you as the player engage in combat. It rounds out that whole PvE um, experience in the later game. Instead of keeping the challenge in the beginning where you level up pretty quickly, you get all your gear, and then it's not a challenge anymore. I think it carries the challenge throughout the entire game, and there's really never a dull moment in that kind of world. Um, those are just some ideas that I have. Uh, that brings us to the end of this episode. Um, if you're enjoying the show, please consider passing it along to a friend who might like it as well. I record, uh, try to upload an episode every week on a Tuesday, um, so hopefully I will continue to do that consistently. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at RebelJC underscore 92. Um, if you have any questions, comments, or just want to say hi, please message me at digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Um, hope to see you in the next episode. Until then, keep digging straight down. Mm-hmm.